Get ready to hear the truth about America on a show that's not immune to the facts with your host, Dan Bongino. You know, uh, Trump really needs better enemies. I mean, the crop of enemies coming after him, uh, marshalling their forces at the gate of Trump Tower, are some of the dumbest people on planet Earth. They really are. I'm going to show you what I mean in a minute, but they have no shame whatsoever. It's been a theme this week. It's not even intentional. I'm not trying to make like an evergreen week of shows on the same theme about how tyrants don't have shame. They don't care whether they torture in prison or censor people. They're not ashamed of it. They're proud of it. They traffic in power. It just happens all the time, and the examples are everywhere. Again, I'll show you what I mean in a minute. I got a loaded show for you today. Today's show brought to you by ExpressVPN. Why haven't you gotten a VPN yet? Thousands of my savvy listeners have. Protect yourself online. Get a VPN. Go to expressvpn.com slash Bongino. Welcome to the Dan Bongino Show. I got that. Norms being violated everywhere. And a theory emerging by the Washington Post, no less, who I'll bet didn't think they were helping Trump, who wrote an op-ed about that infamous picture with the Top secret document. So a theory's emerged from the Post that that may not be exactly what you think it is. The Post, again, thought they were hurting Trump. They may have actually been helping him. Hilarious. As I said, does it make sense that the same company who controls half of online retail also passively eavesdrops on our private conversations at home? ExpressVPN can help. What about the idea that a single company controls 90% of internet searches, runs your email service, gets to track what you do on your smartphone? No good. Get ExpressVPN because big tech is powerful, more powerful in a lot of countries. They profit by exploiting your personal data. Put a layer of protection between your online activity and these big tech juggernauts. That's why I use ExpressVPN. Think about how much of your life is on the internet. Sadly, every site you visit, video you watch, or message you send gets tracked and data mined. When you run ExpressVPN on your device, the software hides your IP address, something big tech can use to personally identify you. So ExpressVPN makes your activity harder to trace and sell to advertisers. ExpressVPN also encrypts 100% of your internet data to keep you safe from hackers and eavesdroppers on your network. ExpressVPN does all this without slowing your connection. That's why it's rated number one by Mashmal and TechRadar. Here's what I like most about ExpressVPN. It's super easy. Download the app on your phone or your computer, tap one button, and you are protected. Stop handing over your personal data to big tech monopoly that mines your activity and sells your information. Protect yourself with the VPN I trust to keep me safe. Visit expressvpn.com slash Bongino. That's express, E-X-P-R-E-S-S, expressvpn.com slash Bongino to get three extra months free. That's expressvpn.com slash Bongino. Go there right now to learn more. All right, Joe, let's go. Here we go, Dano. Yes, yeah. sir. Uh, the crop of village idiots attacking Donald Trump are everywhere. He really does need better enemies. Uh, he does. He needs better enemies. Now, we need to clean it up, too. If we're going to run in 2024, we got to tighten things up. You know, we fealty and loyalty to anyone absent criticism is no good either. We don't want to do what Democrats do, but his enemies are really some of the dumbest people on planet Earth. Now, I'm hat tip Rosie memos on uh, Twitter here. This is just terrific. So here's Liz Cheney again. Uh, uh, I mean, prima facie evidence of her stupidity. She posts this picture, a clearly staged photo by the FBI, again, um, acting in a partisan bias to make Donald Trump look bad because that's what the FBI does these days. They are not a law enforcement entity anymore. The people at the top have chosen to make the FBI a group of bouncers. For the liberal activist bar they want to drink in, right? <clears throat> so they put this stage photo. You can see it if you're watching on Rumble. Top secret covers, top secret SCI covers. Uh, notice a lot of them are covers, but that's a whole different story I'll get to in a second. And Liz Cheney tweets out, yet more indefensible conduct by Donald Trump revealed this morning. 
Well, because Liz Cheney is a tyrant who cares only about power and cares very little about principles at all, that's what tyrants believe in. They believe in hierarchy. They don't believe um, in it. That's why they can't be shamed. Um, any comment from Liz Cheney on this 2007 story? Again, hat tip, Rosie Memo's on this. Uh, from June, June 2007. Cheney, that's her dad, defiant on classified material. Apparently, their office had an issue with classified material as well, just like Obama did, just like Clinton did, just like the Bush administration did, just like Cheney did, just like everyone's had, who's left office as the vice president or president. This has been a constant battle between the National Archives, the Presidential Records Act, and administrations, present, past, former. Uh, it's This is just the way it is. But notice, uh, Liz Cheney, any comment, Liz? Any comment on dad there? Again, folks, making my point repeatedly over and wait, wait, you hear, is that a, am I hearing something, Joe? Oh, Your audio is yeah, no that's, good. That's the comment. You're, no, that's it. Oh, that's real. Oh, that is the comment. Oh, I'm sorry. I thought there was scratchy white noise that you just had kind of, you rode over Liz Chay. That is her comment. Crickets, of course, you heard absolutely nothing. Making my point again, that there is no precedent in American history for serving a search warrant over a classified records dispute with an administration, president, or former. It has never happened. These things are usually handled in a very different way. How do I know that? Because there was no search warrant on Vice President Cheney uh, and him, his, despite his dispute. Any comment, Liz? Of course, no comment from you. This is fascinating, though. The Washington Post, in an attempt here to crap on Donald Trump, actually may have created a very plausible scenario as to what that was. So the Washington Post writes this piece, David Von Driel. That sounds like a serious guy, fellas. David Von Driel. Anytime you got a Von Driel, you know this guy's not joking around. So he wrote this piece a couple of days ago. What if Trump's pile of papers is nothing more than a prop? Here's the gist of the piece without going into the, the really weird details of it. Von Driel's saying, hey, I interviewed Trump on in the campaign years ago. And because Trump, this is his take. Again, not mine, but it's important we discuss this stuff. He says Trump likes to appear busy. So he's taking a shot at him, obviously. So what he does is he puts these stacks of paperwork around him. And the paperwork is meant to appear like he's doing a lot of things. Everybody dig? Yeah. So, of course, that's a shot, an attempt at taking a shot. I'm sorry about the delay. I had a swelling. Uh, it, it's an attempt at a shot. Oh, you're not really busy. The guy's a big phony. It's like I, I was around him on the plane. He's not really doing anything. He's just shuffling papers around. Oh, of course, that's probably... Not true at all. Um, it's, it's just a guy at the Washington Post. The irony of this is Brit Hume at Fox noted, and other people have noted as well, well, that's kind of funny because you might have given Trump an out on this thing, or you might have explained away Donald Trump's behavior. Maybe a lot of those covers and that other stuff, maybe a lot of those covers were covers, in fact, you know, meant to appear like a prop. Look, this stuff is serious. It's top secret. I don't know what it was. Again, I'm not getting ahead of the story, unlike leftist idiots out there. Was it, were the documents classified? Were they not? Here's the answer. I don't know. A moment of humility. I don't know. I haven't read the papers. If they were, like in Vice President Cheney's case, according to the NBC report, or Bill Clinton's case, or Obama's case, then there's a way to handle it. I'm willing to accept the limits of my own knowledge. If he had paperwork he shouldn't have had, there is a civil way to proceed here that had been proceeding since June. 
But because you see, you see how the left now will leap to a conclusion, Joe? We've got these covers here. And with these covers, it means these documents were classified. That's not what it means. What it means is they're covers. That's what it means. It's like having a cover of the book with the pages ripped out. Look, I got the book. You got the cover. Is the book in there? I don't know. I haven't seen it. Now, some information that's been coming into us through sources. Us, I mean, not just me, but others in my uh, reporting space as well. Not journalists. Don't insult me. Actual reporting. Get a little risky. I got this uh, yesterday. This is pretty cool stuff. Someone in the know uh, with experience dealing with these classified covers and the information contained uh, within has said that the TSSCI, which is, uh, which is uh, short for Top Secret Sensitive Compartmentalized Information, it's a level above Top Secret. You would say, my gosh, that's serious. That's a cover. There's been a, a number of leaks coming out that that is extremely unusual for information like that to have that kind of cover. That if it was information, it likely wouldn't be original source material. In other words, I, I guess I'm explaining this poorly, Joe. You could just be, you could tell me. Um, yeah, what do you if mean? If a CIA source in, the, say, in China had information about some top secret Chinese nuclear program, the TM, I'm not saying this make this better or worse. I'm just saying what the sources say. It would not be like the source's name is Joey Bag of Donuts and here's where he got it from. It would simply be information saying, hey, China may have some kind of nuclear program. I'm not suggesting it makes it better or worse. I'm just saying, don't believe the media spin that this is like source information. A CIA source is going to die and it's the nuclear codes. They jump to the worst conclusion possible to paint the story immediately. And I'm getting this, by the way, from sources that are not Trump people at all. Why are they saying it now? Because I think they're starting to worry that the department, the DOJ and the FBI have really, maybe this will make sense, Joe, that they've really overhyped this thing. Okay. And then when this all comes out in court, they're going to be forced to backtrack and it's going to put egg in their face. So they're doing it now, I think, and leaking this to say, hey, guys, ladies, maybe it's time to dial this back a notch. <clears throat> gotcha. Gotcha. Now, that, you know what I'm saying? This came out yesterday. Again, this uh -huh. is not from Trump sources either. So a couple takeaways from this before we've got a lot to get to today. I'm, I'm sorry, but it's a really loaded show at the end of the week. So I got to get it all to you. Number one, just because Trump may have enjoyed seeing these, you know, prop labels in front of him and taking some of them doesn't mean the information in there was still classified, especially if he declassified it doesn't mean it isn't either. Second, don't get crazy with this TSSCI label until we know what was actually there. Period. Those are not common file folders to put on top of something if it was some kind of deep source they were going to give to someone. All right, moving on, because this is important. Politico Playbook, the Bible of the left that comes out every day. You know their drill. They are avid anti-Trumpers and anti-GOP and anti-conservative. But it's good to read their stuff in the morning because you see what they're thinking. And I've, uh, you're not wasting your time here. I've told you over and over that one of the strategies of the left in this new tyranny we live in. Remember, it's a Liz Cheney hierarchy. She doesn't care that her dad had the same issue with classified papers. She doesn't care. Liz Cheney has power and she's going to abuse it. She will not be shamed. Another thing you can't shame the left about because this is part of their plan. It is a feature, not a glitch. 
is their effort to evaporate your civil liberties if you're a conservative. One of the civil liberties you possess in this country is the right to appropriate legal protection in a criminal proceeding. You have that right, big R, God-given right. That's not in question. So the left, understanding that they don't want you to have any rights, the left hates you. They characterize you as a fascist, a semi-fascist, whatever it may, whatever it may be. I'll get to that in a second, too. It was a new low for them. Very dangerous times coming. Keep your head on a swivel, folks. They don't want you to have civil liberties. The left are tyrants, thugs, and communists. They want you silenced, censored, without the right to petition, practice your religion, get an attorney. They don't want any of those rights to apply to you. Period. That is not even in question. That is who the left is. Damn it, you got to believe. If you don't believe that, we're in real trouble. The evidence is everywhere. So understanding that while we still have some small remnant of the Constitutional Republic left, and ladies and gentlemen, I do mean small, we're losing a lot of it. They know they're not going to be able to put some kind of uh, constitutional amendment in place, being a little facetious here, but that revokes the right to an attorney for a Republican. Okay, it'd be ridiculous. It's not going to happen. Well, no time soon. So what do they do, Joe? They don't have to do it de jure. They do it de facto. They want it. They don't want you to have the right to an attorney. So what have I been warning you about for months? Whether it was the attack on Giuliani, Sidney Powell, John Eastman, Corcoran, Christina Bob, Lena Haba, that they, anyone, Jenna Ellis, the list goes on and on and on of attorneys who have provided legal advice to Donald Trump who are being attacked. I, have I not warned you about this? For Michael Cohen. For, I've, actually, I've warned you about this for years, not months. That this is the left's battle plan. If we can't revoke your constitutional right to an attorney, we can abuse and weaponize our power like Democrat Liz Cheney. That's what she is. Uh, we can abuse our power to make life so awful for legal teams that no one will work with Trump. Sure enough, the left, if you go to Twitter, is celebrating today that law offices are generally not working with Donald Trump because they're afraid. Here's why. Playbook. As I said, folks, you're not wasting your time. Two more attorneys being investigated. Meanwhile, two of Trump's lead lawyers in the case, Evan Corcoran and Christina Bob, are likely to become witnesses or targets in the DOJ investigation. Legal specialists, uh, deep staters, that means, told the New York Times, Charlie Savage and Maggie Haberman. Whenever you see Savage and Haberman, you know that's the deep state talking right there. Folks, this is the plan. This is the plan. This is the slow march towards tyranny. Tyranny, and this is basically, you saw that uh, Brittany Griner case in Russia where they're like, oh, we're going to provide her, the basketball player in Russia detained for having a pot vape pen or whatever it was over there. They're like, don't worry, she has a Russian lawyer. Regardless of your feelings about the case, does anyone really believe that's a serious lawyer defending her civil liberties in Russia? She doesn't have any. That's what's going on here. This is a war. This is a war. It's a war not brought on by us. It is a war brought to us by the left. It is a war for liberty, for freedom, and for the future of the country. I am not wasting your time. I have warned you about the severity of the, of the, uh, of the actual fight we're in right now. Don't misinterpret this as a political fight. We see it that way. The left doesn't. The left doesn't see it that way. Here, playbook. This is the same email today. John Eastman, the Trump lawyer who helped architect the plan to influence 2020, the election, appeared before a grand jury in Fulton County, Georgia, investigating Trump's efforts. 
Kyle Cheney and Nicholas Wu report. Again, two more deep staters. I warned you. You're next. Folks, this has happened to me. Without going into the details, this has happened to me not once, but twice. Where in a non, completely non-criminal, 1,000% civil case, I contacted uh, decent legal firms that would typically be honored to take on uh, uh, a client in an important case. Nope. And one of them quietly said to me, meh, politics. This is what they wanted. Now you see why we have to develop this entirely parallel economy to get away from these crazed, crazed lunatics on the left. And I use my words very deliberately. Folks, norms are being violated everywhere. I'm sorry to tell you, but the country you remember from the 70s, 80s, and 90s, depending on your age, if you're in your 40s like me, that country's dead. There is no more freedom of speech. There is no more right to an attorney. There is no more right to practice your religion. I could give you examples over and over again. Yeah, you want to practice your religion? Go to a hospital and say you're not going to uh, perform abortions in a liberal state because of your religion. Good luck. You think you have the uh, right to assemble? How did that work out during the COVID crisis? You think you have the right to speak? Go on Twitter and question the vaccine. Tell me you have the right to speak. Try it. I thought you had those rights. I thought you had the right to an attorney. Yeah, good. Try to be Donald Trump and get one. You have the right to it. You just can't find one. They all magically are scared. Scared of what? Big government? Yeah, big government. The rights you thought you have, nothing more than a fairy tale. All right, folks, norms are being violated everywhere, and the language is getting really, really dangerous out there. The worst press secretary in the history of the United States, Karine Jean-Pierre, really upped the ante yesterday. I'm telling you, please keep your head on a swivel around the left. They are getting increasingly violent. Their language is getting increasingly violent. They are going to start to target you. I would not be surprised at all if something happens soon. When you label people fascists, other people respond. I'll get to that in a second, uh, or soundbite, and you'll see how dangerous this is again. Joe said to me before the show, I'm getting worried, Dan. I said, Joe, you have every right to be worried. Yeah. Folks, if you own a business, it's been a bumpy ride from pandemic to inflation. I'm sure you could use a break. Innovation refunds can help. If your business has five or more employees and managed to survive COVID, you could be eligible to receive a payroll tax rebate of up to $26,000 per employee. It's not a loan. There's no payback. It's a refund of your taxes. The challenge is getting your hands on it. How do you cut through the red tape and get your business the refund money? Go to GetRefunds.com. The team of tax attorneys they put together are highly trained in this little known payroll tax refund program that's already returned $1 billion to businesses. It can help you too. They do all the work. There's no charge up front. And they simply share a percentage of the cash that they get for you. Businesses of all types can qualify, including those who took PPP, nonprofits, and even those that had increases in sales. To find out if your business qualifies, just go to GetRefunds.com. Click on Qualify Me and answer a few questions. The payroll tax refund is only available for a limited amount of time. Don't miss out. Go to GetRefunds.com. GetRefunds.com. That's GetRefunds.com. If you're looking for a firearm that's easy to transport, you got to check out the U.S. Survival Rifle from Henry Repeating Arms. It's a portable rifle you can put together and take apart in a few minutes. And then when you're not using it, you can store the parts in the little case it comes in. It's so small, it can be stored anywhere, in a go bag, anywhere. It's light enough to carry everywhere. Comes in black and two different camo patterns. You can pick one up for three to $400, depending on the finish. You can watch a few videos at henryusa.com survival. And while you're there, be sure to order their free catalog. 
Henry makes more than 200 rifles, shotguns, and revolvers and they're all made in America, backed by a lifetime satisfaction guarantee and the best customer service in the business. Go to their website. It's henryusa.com and be sure to order a free catalog. They'll send it with free decals and a list of dealers in your area. That's henryusa.com for a free catalog and decals and to see the Henry U.S. Survival Rifle. Sorry, I just noticed I'm scratching my nose a lot. That's, guy, that's annoying. My apologies. I don't know. I think a little bit of allergy today or something like that. I'm not uh, sick or anything. I just don't think, why do you keep scratching your nose? You shouldn't be touching your face. Even germs off. Not like a germaphobe or anything, but it's not good to touch your face with your hands. <laughs> Uh, right. Uh, did you notice that? I'm like scratching my nose. <laughs> Folks, anything. norms are being, right? This is weird. Norms are being violated everywhere. Everywhere. The rhetoric coming out of the White House is dangerous. Keep your head on a swivel around these lunatics. They are openly now inciting violence. Here's Corrine Jean-Pierre doubling down on Biden's speech tonight, where he's going to uh, call half the country fascists. And how do you handle fascists? By violence. They're unquestionably inciting violence now, and you're damn right we're going to call it out. Check this out. The president thinks that there is an extremist threat to our democracy. Uh, the president has been clear, as he can be, on that particular uh, piece when we talk about a democracy, when we talk about our freedoms. Uh, the way that he sees is the MAGA Republicans are the most energized part of the Republican Party. Uh, the, that extreme, this is an extreme threat to our democracy, to our freedom, uh, to our rights. Folks, this is getting ugly. Remember, when you categorize someone as an existential threat to your freedom, which is what a fascist would be, what's the only way to handle that? Well, fascism doesn't involve voting. It involves the raw abuse of power. This is what they're doing right now. They're setting people up and inciting violence to make sure that it's seen as a plausible alternative. Now, you have to ask yourself, why are they doing that? Folks, the Bill of Rights is dead. The Bill of Rights is dead. Why is the rhetoric from the Biden administration? Nothing happens by accident. Everything that comes out of the White House is planned. Why is the White House now deciding to go down the road of inciting political violence? Something we have not seen out of a White House ever in American history. Calling 45 to 50% of the country fascists. It's because everything's falling apart, folks. Everything's falling apart for them in front of their eyes, and they know it. All the rumors you've heard about the turnaround and the Democrat Party, how wonderful things are going to be in 2022. Ladies and gentlemen, I don't deny the fact that the electoral kind of ecosystem has gotten a little bit better for the Democrats due to a small, slight ebb in inflation. I don't doubt that. What I'm telling you is the White House knows that the signals of what's ahead, as I told you many times, what did I tell you a few months back? A few months back, I said to you it was going to all start to go down in August. And I not say that? I wish we could pull this stuff, but I don't want to waste Guy's time in the morning or Joe's. Such searching through our library to go, hey, I thought, you know, if you listen, you know I said that. I took some flack for it. Huh. Oh, here we go again. TikTok or something like that. One, it's not me, uh, you know. Uh, but second, all I was doing was looking at the productivity numbers and making really common sense predictions. In other words, what I'm telling you is the White House understands that things are going to get ugly fast. And if they can't distract people with Donald Trump raids, tyranny and threats of violence to the other side, they're going to have to answer questions about this stuff. What stuff? Take a look at this Fox article. 
U.S. companies added just 132,000 jobs in August as hiring slows. This is ADP's job report, which is very accurate. Folks, they expected 288,000 jobs. You're hearing now scattered uh, reports, but reports nonetheless of companies like Bed Bath & Beyond and elsewhere starting to lay off massive numbers of people. Folks, there's a reason for this, and this is the reason I warned you about all this stuff. This is not me trying to scare you. It's me looking at the numbers and drawing reasonable conclusions from numbers me and you can both see. It's not, none of this is private. It explains why the White House is melting down right now. Everything in our economy flows from the productivity number. Productivity is what we produce. If we produce 100 chairs and chairs with a measure of productivity, say the productivity number is 100. That's great. If there's 50 residents on the island, everybody can buy two chairs if they needed to. If productivity slows down and we only make 80 chairs and the productivity number is 80, then that's less chairs. And ladies and gentlemen, we measure our wealth by stuff. We don't measure our wealth by how we feel. I'm talking about material wealth. I'm not talking about values and faith and religion. Those are important things. I'm simply making an economic statement. Your material wealth is measured by materials and access to them. So when productivity goes down because workers don't have capital to produce stuff, then you're going to get a slowdown in the economy because there's no stuff. I'm sorry to the lefties who don't understand that this is hard. Here's what I mean. Just a couple weeks ago, I, I, by the way, just put productivity in a search engine. You'll see articles going back a year. The harbingers and the, the signs were everywhere. Forbes, Q2, quarter two productivity down 4.6%. Will the U.S. standard of living follow? Peter Cohen. Yes. This is from August 12th, 2022. Of course it's going to follow. It has to follow. If you're producing less stuff, then we have less stuff. You don't have as much stuff, your standard of living goes down. Stuff. Food, products, other things. Now, the hilariously titled Inflation Reduction Act is going to make the situation worse. Because the reason, so you understand, without going into a wonky economics list, I want to go into this Obama quote next, which is uh, hilarious. Obama lying. The Democrats lie all the time. When you don't have stuff, it's because workers don't have the equipment to produce stuff. In the Inflation Reduction Act is a massive corporate tax hike that is going to make corporations pay more money to the government, creating even less ability to invest in the workers and the capital, and even less stuff is going to result. Guaranteed. I'm predicting it. It's going to happen. Productivity is going to go down even worse. Here's Representative Democrat Elaine Loria. Uh, on the Inflation Reduction Act, admitting that this thing had everything to do with inflation, uh, nothing to do with inflation, everything to do with green boondoggles, and basically a corporate tax hike, too. But you were told it was going to reduce inflation. Check this out. You mentioned the Inflation Reduction Act. That might be the name, but it's a huge environmental bill that includes a lot of things, such as the tax credits necessary um, to make these kind of developments. She's admitting what I've already told you. Again, you're not wasting your time here. This had nothing to do with inflation. It was a bunch of environmental boondoggles paid for by hiking taxes on actually profitable companies to give to unprofitable companies who produce a bunch of green anti-cow farting materials or whatever. 
This is going to get worse. You see why now the rhetoric has gotten ugly? The rhetoric about fascists and violence and Republican uh, semi-fascists and MAGA people. You see why? You think the Biden administration, you think I have some, this is Forbes. It's, you, can re, you can search engine it right now. The link is in right there. The Biden administration knows this. They know things are about to get bad. I told you in August things were going to start to get ugly. It wasn't some kind of bizarre, crazed prediction. I was basing it on the data. Here's another reason the Biden administration is freaking out. This is a great piece in the newsletter today. Bongino.com slash newsletter if you want to check it out. Biden's base of black and Hispanic voters are abandoning the president. This is Zogby here. Zogby says, listen, it's, it's hard to see where this is a good scenario for Biden. His support is lagging amongst a big part of his base. Does this mean he won't win a re-election or bow out, bow out? It's hard to say, but these are not great numbers amongst one of the strongest groups that make up his base. Among blacks, Biden had an approval rating of just 57.5% and a disapproval rating of 32.3. Zogby said the president's approval is down 17 points from his last survey. Folks, none of this is by accident. As black and Hispanic support, Democrat support, craters for the Biden administration, he has to appeal to an increasingly crazy portion of the electorate that will back him no matter what, i.e. liberals, communists, and socialists. The only way he can do that is by saying increasingly crazy things. It's the Dan Bongino, Democrats show their ass theory with Trump. They don't know how to respond, so they say crazier and crazier things, attempting to rile up the last slivers of support they have left. I'm telling you, this is going to get worse. I called it. August, September, into the dog days, you're going to start to see. And October, wait till October. Joe, has there ever been stock market crashes that happened in October? I think there have. <laughs> October. Something about October. You watch October. What happens then? Before everybody starts making predictions about the blue wave is back. Everybody needs to T.O. Time out. I've got a great video from Obama. I sent it to Guy and Joe. They're both like, man, that's a good catch. It's not my catch. I just saw it doing some show prep this morning, but it is a good one. Obama's video. And it makes my point again about how Democrats make ridiculous claims. We warn you that the ridiculous claims are going to lead to really bad things. They make crazy promises again. They fail big. They make more crazy promises to cover for their failures. And then they blame the GOP when it fails again. This clip is a perfect example. Let me get to this first. Folks, you got to prepare. Get emergency food today. It's better to have it, not need it, than need it, and not have it. Finally, some good news. It's now more affordable than ever to do this and prepare for the poor economy, inflation, food shortages, and whatever else, and whatever emergencies around the corner. That's right. To help you prepare and protect your family and friends from the mess this country's become, My Patriot Supply is nopping is knocking a whopping $250 off their Ready Hour three-month emergency food kits. Get one for every single member of your family. Get two. $250 a big price savings. That's the lowest price since 2019. That's doing a lot. And even with this inflationary environment, they really want you to prepare. But you got to order right away. The offer won't last long. Don't wait. Here's the website. Preparewithdan.com. 
preparewithdan.com. Please go there right now. Each three-month food kit gives you breakfast, lunches, dinners, drinks, and snacks with over 2,000 calories per day for a solid three months. Since you'll save $250 per kit, get one kit for each person in your care. Go to preparewithdan.com right now. Your kits will ship fast and you'll get free shipping too. When you're ready for real preparedness, real preparedness, make sure to look for Ready Hour Foods from My Patriot Supply. To get yours right away, go to preparewithdan.com. Go today. That's preparewithdan.com. Preparewithdan.com. Ensure your food supply. With cyber attacks on the rise, protecting your data security is more important than ever. So why is Congress considering a law that puts your data at greater risk of being hacked and exposed to foreign networks? The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill shifts billions in consumer spending to less secure payment networks, all so that corporate megastores can make bigger profits. Don't let Durbin Marshall steal your data. Visit handsoffmyrewards.com security and tell your senators to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Paid for by Electronic Payments Coalition. This is a classic. This is just, again, it goes back to my point. No matter how many times I warn you that taxing corporations is going to suck money out of their budget to give to the government that they could invest in equipment that would make you more productive and us all collectively wealthy, it doesn't matter the warning. Because when what happens, and what I said happens, is happens, productivity goes down because they're crushing business. Democrats just blame Republicans anyway. This happens all the time. Perfect example of this. Remember Obamacare? Of course you do. About 10 years ago, they pushed through this federal semi-takeover of the healthcare industry. We warned you that this thing was a total debacle. One of the ways they claimed to pay for it was by nationalizing the student loan industry, taking it over. Now. We all laughed, Joe, me, everyone. We were like, are you joking? Like whenever the government takes over anything, I mean, is the word you first think of efficiency and cost savings? <laughs> no. <laughs> is that a joke? <laughs> the government, that has no incentive to spend money efficiently. Remember the Milton Friedman, four ways to spend money. Government is other people spending other people's money on other people. So the cost doesn't matter. It's not their product. They're not buying it for themselves. And the quality doesn't matter. Uh, because it's not their money and it's not their product. So they don't care about cost or quality. Gov- that's government. It is the worst way to spend money. So we said, the government's going to take over the student loan market and save taxpayers money? That's hilarious. Here was Obama making this ridiculous, laughable, I wanted to throw up when I heard this, it was so dumb, claim about Obamacare and the student loan markets, how it's going to save us all money. Check this out. This reform of federal student loan programs will save taxpayers $68 billion over the next decade to make sure our students don't go broke just because they chose to go to college. We're making it easier for graduates to afford their student loan payments. I got to laugh. I had to write that number down just so I don't forget it. It's going to save us guys $68 billion. Oh, yeah. Well, of course, like every single other government boondoggle in the history of government boondoggles, what happened? It didn't save us 20, uh, 68 billion, excuse me, 68 billion. It cost us hundreds of billions. Now, Joe Biden's expansion of the program is estimated by Penn Wharton to cost about a trillion dollars. Put that in perspective, a trillion dollars. Our entire federal budget right now for a year is about $4 trillion. Last time when I left the Secret Service, uh, the budget was measured in the small, small billions. You're talking about trillions of dollars. What was the FBI budget? I don't know, 50 billion? You're talking about trillions now, trillions. 
is uh, make crazy promises. Republicans warn you they're crazy promises. Promises fail. Introduce more government and crazier promises. And then when it fails again and bankrupts us, blame the GOP the whole time for being obstructionist. And the press plays along. If we had a fair and even decent group of human beings in the press, none of this would happen because Democrats' failures would be exposed like that. And they refuse to do it. We have a disgusting media in this country that plays along with the destruction of the United States. This is in a Tim Carney article. If you'd like to look at it, it's in the newsletter today. If you'd like to watch that video yourself, it's linked in there. It's called long-term con, you know, like a con man, long-term con. Obamacare was, quote, paid for by nationalizing student loans. Carney notes, got it? By nationalizing the student lending industry, which previously had federal guarantees for private banks, Obamacare would raise $58 billion in revenue over a decade. Some Democrats promised even more. Part of the Health Care and Education Affordability Reconciliation Act will make key changes to the student loan industry, Democrat Senator Carper said. The measure will save taxpayers. This guy got even bolder, Joe. Nearly $70 billion over 10 years. Yeah, weird how that didn't work out. Weird. Every time. Ridiculous claims. Government's going to solve your problems. By the way, don't miss my monologue on Unfiltered. I am going to, Gee, you like the idea? I'm going to, the government has infantilized all of us. Made babies out of us. I'm going to point out every single example how they want to be big mama and big daddy and they're ruining everyone's lives. Make ridiculous claims. Our failed government can solve a problem they created. Fails. Make more claims. Blame GOP every single time. This is their strategy. The Democrats' strategy with their media sycophantic ass kissers is heads Democrats win, tails GOP loses. That's their strategy. Here's what I'm talking about. Here's Don Lemon. Don Lemon over at CNN. This is exactly what I mean by this. We call out a problem. It doesn't have to be, by the way, an economic problem. Obamacare, student loans. It doesn't have to be that. It's any problem. We call it out, and then they magically turn around after they've created a problem and blame the GOP for highlighting the problem, claiming we're somehow obstructionist to their progress. Watch this Don Lemon clip. It's a perfect example outside of the economic sphere, how they do this in the culture wars, too. The left has created a significant problem in this country with their endless focus on identity politics. You should hate that guy because he's white. You should hate that guy because he's non-union. You should hate that guy because he's natural born. This is the left's thing, not ours. And then we highlight the fact that this is really dangerous. And you see this joker clown Don Lemon going, oh my gosh, them talking about it. Joe, that's definitely grievance politics. And everybody plays along. And the division continues. Watch for yourself. He talked about affirmative action. Listen. Look, I don't care if every single employee at the Fed is a black lesbian, as long as they're hired for their competence and not because of what they look like or who they sleep with. News for Joe Biden. We are done with this affirmative action regime. You know, I can't think of a single policy since the end of Jim Crow that's been worse or more divisive for race relations in this country. Hmm. What do you think? I think that he sounds like a lot of people who are... um uh, he knows exactly what he's doing. He doesn't believe anything he's saying. And you write about this in your book also. He, he believes nothing what he's saying. It's not, if you listen to all the people who say the same things that he says, they all sound alike. Like it's a script. He knows that he, what he's doing is, that, and that he's trying to rile up his base, right? People who feel that they're disaffected because they're white. He, he is what? 
trying to reach this white uh, population who feels aggrieved. It's a grievance culture. This is really stunning. Watch the clip. It's, it's really shocking. Blake Masters, Republican nominee for Senate in Arizona, says, listen, we don't get into identity politics. We judge people on their character. I don't care if you're a black lesbian or whatever. If you're the best person for the job, you are. Um, pretty good thing to say, right? Don Lemon, this clown, this joke of a human being, turns it around and says Blake Masters is involved in grievance culture while condemning people's grievances. Heads Democrats win, tails Republicans lose. That's the media game. Here's another example. This is perfect. This NBC story. It was just sent over before I got in the air. The, uh, Jim, producer Jim from the radio show. This is August 31st. It's just yesterday. Bank of America announces zero down payment, zero closing cost mortgages for black and Hispanic first-time homebuyers. You're like, Joe's thinking, oh, this is right before the uh, Obama-McCain election circle. No, no, no. It's August 31st, 2022. We, didn't we try this before? Yeah. This time, uh, Guy said it right, Joe. This time, it's going to definitely, definitely work. <laughs> Geezer. This time, judging people's credit based strictly on the melanin component of their skin and where they were born. That's a great idea. Not credit worthiness, nothing. Based on skin color, this will work out great. Right, yeah. And what could possibly get there? Joe's applauding because he's so content yeah. that we are definitely, Joe, it's progress. Uh, You're a progressive. It's progress. I'm we're progressing. Comfortable already. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I know. I know you are. This is going to be a wonderful plan. Uh, Guy wants to know, gosh, what could possibly go wrong? Um, I don't know, a housing crisis, kind of like what happened before, but that's just the guess. I'm just going to throw that out there. Another example, This I, I'm really enjoying this segment because there's nothing I like more than pointing out a strategy so you can become hip to it in the future because once you see these things like gaslighting and the dipsy do flipperoo I joke around where the Democrats do something and then blame you, you can never unsee it. You'll pick it out right away. Republicans pounce is another one. I'll get to that in a second, too. Once you see it, you can never unsee it. And you'll learn how to beat the Democrats at their own messaging game. It's like, remember the names. Just remember the strategies. Here's from Playbook again today. Their email this morning. This story is shocking. So Jackson, Mississippi is going through this ongoing tragedy right now due to flooding where they don't have access to water. Their water facilities have been banged up. Listen, no water, no life. This is really serious. Now, I don't mean in any way downplay what's an ongoing tragedy. I'm not. But Jackson, Mississippi is run by Democrats. Jackson, Mississippi, like Flint, Michigan, that had a water crisis, is run by Democrats. So again, the media, you would think, would be interested in solving the problem, right? You would be wrong. Then you wouldn't be one of us who knows the media isn't interested in solving problems. The media is interested, again, in Democrats create a problem, blame the GOP when problem goes wrong, even though conservatives warn Democrats about the problem. Just like in Flint, Michigan, again, run by Democrats. Jackson, Mississippi is run by Democrats are in a water crisis. So, of course, Politico has to reach out to a guy who magically, Joe, finds that this is all about racism every time. Robert Bullard, often called the father of environmental justice, 
Oh, <laughs> but we definitely take this guy seriously now. He told Playbook that this crisis, water crisis in Jackson, is an example of how climate change and years of disinvestment in majority black communities can turn a bad situation into a disaster. <laughs> you get this? Dude! It's not a water crisis caused by the lack of leadership in a Democrat-led community. That has nothing to do with it. It's climate crisis. It's climate change it did. It's like cows farting somewhere. And it's definitely years of disinvestment, despite the fact that the place is run by Democrats interested only in taxing and taking people's money away. This is his quote. If they, this is so embarrassing how even Playbook cites this stuff without a disclaimer that warning you'll lose neurons after you read this is bizarre. The path of neglect oftentimes follows, oftentimes follows a pattern that emanates from racial redlining and a funding pattern that's equivalent to apartheid. Now it's apartheid. This is phenomenal. It's run by Democrats, you dunce. Gee needs to stop, Joe. He needs to stop. He's like, I'm getting dumber by the second. I've got a lot of work to do today. He knows you have biased planning, but this is by Democrats. Biased policies, biased funding that will result in a disparate impact on populations that have contributed least to the climate, climate crisis. Ladies and gentlemen, again, if this was a Republican city run by Republicans and there was a water crisis, the story wouldn't be about climate change or apartheid or redlining. None of it. The story would be about failed Republican leadership because it's Democrats. It's everything but the Democrats running these cities, Flint, Michigan and Jackson. Every single freaking time, man, it is unbelievable. Again, Democrats cause a problem. We warn them about a problem. Problem breaks bad, comes to fruition. Nobody celebrates the fact that, hey, Republicans warned us. Maybe we should listen to them. They double down and blame Republicans for the Democrats problems. Here's another example. AP warned you about this too. Now, some Republicans took part in this. They don't deserve a pass either. Some of them who were lockdowners. But that was a limited number compared to the Democrats that universally were in lockstep with lockdowns and keeping your kids out of school. Republicans warned them and said, hey, that's probably a bad idea, Joe. We keep the kids out of school. They're not going to learn anything. And if they don't learn anything, uh, their, their reading scores and math scores are going to take a drop. AP, September 1st, 2022. Reading and math scores fell sharply during the pandemic, data shows. How far? They fell by 30, uh, is the largest decrease in reading scores we've seen in 30 years. 30 years. 30 years, folks. And of course, they're blaming it on the GOP. How? Read the headlines. When you see this stuff, ladies and gentlemen, I am here to help you read through the headlines. When you see it, you'll never unsee it. The headlines don't say liberal lockdowns, which they would if they were Republicans. Liberal lockdowns uh, cause uh, massive learning decreases. The headlines read the pandemic caused learning decreases. It did. That's interesting because the pandemic happened in a lot of places like Sweden and they didn't have the problems. Oh, what's the difference with Sweden? Oh, they didn't lock down. Oh, that's that's right. That's a good point. Good point. Why are they blaming it on the pandemic? Because when did the pandemic start? Under Trump's administration. You think that's an accident? Once you see it, you will never, ever unsee it. It's always about the narrative. It's never about the truth. I'll show you what I mean with regard to healthcare coming up in a second, too. Another thing I've warned you about with healthcare is coming for you, too. You like government-run healthcare? Get online now, baby. Take one of those numbers. Delhi counter now serving uh, number 29. Get ready.
Our final sponsor today, MD Hearing Aid. Is hearing about all this bad news sometimes make your, uh, your ears hurt? It probably does. Do you know nine out of 10 people still buy hearing aids from clinics and pay $5,000 plus, even though much more affordable options exist? That's why you've got to check out MD Hearing Aid. MD Hearing Aid is an FDA-registered rechargeable hearing aid that costs a fraction of what typical hearing aids cost. MD Hearing Aid's Volt Plus model costs over 80% less than clinic hearing aids. MD Hearing Aid was founded by an ENT surgeon who saw how many of his patients needed hearing aids but couldn't afford them. He made it his mission to develop a quality hearing aid that anyone could afford. MD Hearing Aid has brought affordable hearing to over 600,000 satisfied customers. Plus, they offer a 45-day risk-free trial with a 100% money-back guarantee so you can buy with confidence. My dad's been using them. He loves them. Very convenient. Work great. Get clinic-level care for 80% less with MD Hearing Aid. Go to mdhearingaid.com slash Bongino. Use promo code Bongino to get their new buy one, get one, $149.99 each when you buy a paired deal. Plus, they're adding a free extra charging case, $100 value, just for listeners of the Dan Bongino Show. So head to mdhearingaid.com slash Bongino and use our promo code Bongino and get their new buy one, get one, $149.99 each when you buy a paired deal mdhearingaid.com slash Bongino. Make sure you check it out. Okay. Now I've been on the air here in the five years plus. I don't know. I have no idea when the show even started anymore. I'm embarrassed to tell you we've been doing it for so long now. But during the podcast, we've always explained to you that there are only two ways to allocate scarce resources. You can price them or you can ration them. There is no other way. Now, despite the fact that I've warned you about rationing, if you decide not to price healthcare because you don't like free markets and you want government to control it, Despite my warnings for now, eight to 10 years, about 10 years since I started running for office, that the minute you take the price mechanism out of healthcare, what you're going to get is rationing. It doesn't matter. People still say, that's a conspiracy there. Okay. Um, evidence is all around you. Uh, it's right in your face. James Freeman wrote this piece in the Wall Street Journal. He's talking about the NHS, National Health Service, again, making another appearance twice in the same week. The NHS, which covers the United Kingdom, the National Health Service, is, quote, free health care. You don't have to pay. Well, if it's free because there's no pricing, that there must mean that there's rationing. No, no, that's not happening. Okay. He says, it may seem unbelievable to have such dysfunction in an otherwise modern, consumer-friendly economy, but the pain of the NHS, by the way, is being felt throughout the realm. The Guardian reports that the NHS Confederation, which covers England, Wales, and Northern Ireland, says that, quote, the NHS is in a state of crisis. Gosh, how is that? I thought the government took it over. So strange. And that the waiting lists, quote, stretch into the millions across elective care, mental health, and community care. Let me just throw this out there because I have, I'm, I'm sorry to say this, but I have zero illusions whatsoever that to the liberal kook diaper wedding lunatics listening to my show, this will change your mind one bit. I have, so why are you saying it? Because there's some independents and moderate Democrats out there who are sane and may be listening to the show. I understand you want to control the healthcare system because you're a tyrant. I just want you listening to understand in absolutely no uncertain terms that when that happens here, and it will, we are down that road now. The Inflation Reduction Act, they call it, already was stepped. 10 towards government-run health care. Not one. We already have Obamacare. We had the disastrous IPAB. 
Now we have price controls built into medicine, price controls, meaning there's no price mechanism, which means there'll be ration. You'll see it. I said it. And it doesn't matter. You'll ignore it and pretend the Republicans caused the problem. Watch what happens. You will wind up on a waiting list yourself, which many of you will die on. That is a fact. It is a mathematical, historical fact. You want to die on a waiting list or potentially die on a waiting list and keep pushing for government and health care. By the way, we haven't done this in a while. I told you I would before. But we haven't done Republicans pounce in a while. We haven't done that in so long. I don't think he was ready, Joe. He was like, really? It's been a couple months since we popped this thing out. I kid. I kid. I mess with them. I kid. We haven't used Republicans pounce in a long time. But again, Democrats propose something stupid. Republicans warn about it. Stupid thing turns out with stupid results. Democrats in the media, Don Lemon, go and blame Republicans every single time. Here's another, all the practices Republicans pounce. This one actually uses the word pounce. Here's the hilarious Trip Gabriel. Trip Gabriel, he sounds like a serious guy. Too. He writes for the New York Times, meaning he's instantly a clown. Here he is. So uh, John Fetterman, who's running for the United States Senate, you know, the job that requires debating on the Senate floor, apparently doesn't want to debate. Man had a stroke, feel bad for him, which will ill health on anyone. But, you know, if you can't perform, you can't perform. Really sorry. So Fetterman doesn't want to debate Dr. Oz because he's a communist, Fetterman. He's an outspoken communist, by the way. Look at this. So it's not Fetterman's fault. It's Oz for pouncing. When Fetterman wasn't ready to debate after a stroke, Oz pounced. Really, they changed this headline, by the way. He just picked it. Here's Trip Gabriel. Again, sounds very serious. His name is Trip. When Fetterman declined to debate, Oz made his stroke an issue. Oz didn't make his stroke an issue. His stroke is an issue. How do we know that? Because when Mark Kirk, a Republican, had a stroke, the Atlantic noted this. The aftermath of a senator's stroke. Hat tip, by the way, uh, was it, uh, oh, what's his name? Tom, uh, real clear guy. Sorry, I forget that the hat tip. Tom uh, Bevan. Tom, I think it was Tom Bevan. The aftermath of a senator's stroke. The Illinois senator is running for re-election after suffering a stroke. How much did it change his brain? And is it wrong to ask? So, of course, you know, of course, it's not wrong to ask. They're asking it. But, you know, the Atlantic has to, again, open it up to that. Com- you know, when it's a Republican, it's totally different. Bunch of phonies and fakes. It's a hierarchy, man. They don't care about shame. Hey, just a couple of parallel economy stories I think you'd be interested in. You know, uh, Rumble, we own Locals. Locals, I have an app there, by the way, if you want to submit questions for tomorrow's show. I will do it on my Locals account. I'm at D. Bongino. Put questions for tomorrow's podcast. Locals now has an article publishing feature. Nice. You want to put your material up there for subscribers or you want to make it free? Locals releases new article publishing feature. Check it out. I have the article today. And then finally, one last story about why we need this parallel economy to get away from them. CNBC, Trump's true social barred from Google Play Store over content moderation concerns. Folks, listen, um, you got to get away from Google. I've said this over and over. It is the single most evil company in America. Do not buy their phones. It's hard. I've, again, fully not excised them from my life, although I'm close. You have got to get them out of your life. Do not use their products. Do not use their maps. Do not use their search. Do not use anything Google. It is the single most evil company in America. They're keeping Trump's true social out because they hate conservatives. Do not buy their phones. Do not patronize their products. They are terrible. 
All right, again, questions for tomorrow's show. Go to my Locals account. I'm at the Bongino. Submit your questions there. And please don't miss Unfiltered. My monologue is going to be fire this weekend. Saturday night, 9 o'clock, sit your DVR. I'll be back here tomorrow on radio later today. Make sure you tune in. See you later. You just heard Dan Bongino.